on last week's Irrevelations. And in conclusion, I think we both love Pope Francis. (laughs) (laughs) When are Americans going to love their kids more than they love teachers? (laughs) You ruined this. You ruined everything. Uh, All right, so Leviticus, where? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're opening up with offerings, right? The next quite a few chapters is going to be solely focused on burning kill the bull they cut it up into pieces they sprinkle his blood all over the altar you take the skin off and then whatever you're not going to sacrifice specifically you have to drag outside and light on fire mine specifically said that uh, this is taking place in like modern day palestine and apparently that place is covered in pigeons okay first off is the person still alive yeah the kid the kid beat the cancer so i think he oh, was faking it like what? one of michael jackson's victims god basically took the israelites and showed them a giant field and he said this is life and there's little flags everywhere in the field and he said these are the sins you can go through life don't step where the flags are those are mines and they start walking and he's like well those are the mines i showed you if i had to worship anything a f- bull would be in it those things are jacked oh yeah i do oh yeah i walk in I'm like hey you need to sign for this package and you sign it and i'm like psych it's a piece of paper that says f- god you go to hell they're like oh no <laughs> These are fun burning things, right? Every boy's dream. Imagine being a priest. Imagine being a serial killer at this time. I mean, you'd be fucking great. Before we turn to the world, I would like to... I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed and I don't feel good about myself. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. God damn America. Listen the Bible for killing him. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. Pray this simple prayer. Lord, speak to me. You know, speaking of racism, I had a run-in the other day. Yeah? Uh, I'm walking down the street, San Antonio, right? Okay. And there's one of those uh, shoeshine stations. Okay, yeah. Right? I know, I know. And the guy that's working it uh, is a deaf mute. Oh. Right, so this is probably one of the few things he can really do. It's easy for him to do as a deaf mute. Uh, yeah, I would assume if anyone sits in that chair and puts their feet up, they want. Well, shoot he's like also trying to dr- drag people in, so he sees me coming. I had nice leather shoes on. Oh, he comes over to me oh. and he points at his sign. He points at his sign. He's like, "Okay," and I'm and I look at his sign and it says he wants to polish my shoes, and so I popped him. Krakow. <laughs> 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 oh, I fucking hate you. What the fuck is this joke? <laughs> I don't know. That just came. That was a divine inspiration. Okay, great. It's all this Bible reading I've been doing. <laughs> getting more in touch with, with I, I bet he's not even a death mute. That just seems like really lazy marketing, you know? Like a lot of those <laughs> carnival barkers, they're like, I wonder hey, if it really come happened. over here and play it. If you're just like, I'm deaf mute, I just point at the sign that's, you know, not shame on you if you don't use it. Also, I, I didn't hit him or meet him or ever. Or did that ever happen? Thank you for <laughs> bringing back the fucking veil on that shit. Oh, baby. Did you uh, did you watch that documentary I've been raving about? No. Fuck your documentary, oh dude. God. Okay, here's the How thing. How do you not watch? Okay. Listen, scientific consensus is the biggest lie the government ever told us. Okay. They're pulling the wools over our eyes. 
Okay. And so. then they're doing what you do to anything that has wool, naturally. <laughs> you, 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 fuck you fuck it. it. <laughs> fuck it in the ass. <laughs> um, like a sheep. So what I'm talking about, uh, Podience, is uh, Behind the Curve, which yeah. is another documentary in my repertoire that to me just elucidates why I find cults so fascinating. This is this is how you know that I'm not the kind of person you want to watch it. When I heard behind the curve, my first thought to come to my head was that like, oh, we're look behind the curtain, behind the curve. We're looking back and showing that there isn't really a curve. That it's all flat. <laughs> it's but all then big. I realized it was talking about like behind the ball. It's all fucking government shill bullshit. Yeah. I thought it was the most amazing thing. I mean, I, I know Reddit kind of was like joking at um, the people that are like, so. Let me, let me break it down why I think it's interesting. So it's a couple of different parts. It's following a bunch of people who are diehard flat earthers who believe in the conspiracy and they're, like, part of the community. Um, and then it also talks to, like, a couple of astronauts and people who are like, no, I've walked around the Earth. I, you know, I've been to South America. I've been to the South Pole. It's not that big a deal. Like, shut up. Um, and it just kind of follows them. But the other thing is, like, on the side, there's, like, people that are, like, well – you know the bullshit science that they've done for the last 400 years or whatever we're going to disprove it with our own science so they keep trying to do these like experiments to show that the world is flat and it's always like okay if this happens it proves the world is flat but if this happens if if b happens then it proves the world is round and they just keep doing experiments and all they get is bees like fuck how can this fucking like i don't understand you guys um and it's just the most amazing document I've ever seen. So it's propaganda. Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. They're all government shills. They're all paid by Warner Brothers, you idiots. They're all government actors like the Sandy Hook If you Ho- don't think Sandy Hook that the same victims. people that control our government don't control our media consumption, you're a sheeple. Yeah, you're goddamn right. I'm sorry. Um, I watched a different movie. Okay. I watched a movie called Taking the Curve. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's supposed to be a pun. Uh-huh. I don't know. They take all that curve. But... They brought in their own experts. They had three experts, uh-huh. right? They had this guy named Max or something. He looked, he reminded me of like maybe someone that we would have grown up with that never left town. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A little goatee on him. Yeah, I know the town. Definitely had a draw, like he was from Georgia or somewhere uh, thereabouts, yeah, North no, Florida. I, I saw that. I saw as much as I could. I watched ten minutes of taking. Oh yeah, you tried. So you saw him, and then they had you know the lady with the hijab, and then it had uh, the the pool. There's a guy. He literally his specialty is. Is curved objects. He's a pool, a professional pool player. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone is going to know about whether Round or not something objects, has a curve, yeah. it's him. Like, and I would have loved if they just, like, he's like, the earth is obviously flat. You just take a camera and bring it really close onto a pool ball and be like, look, it looks flat. <laughs> uh, that actually has been done. But that doesn't prove anything. All right. But what they pointed out was think about it. All right. You're driving around. You go out, drive up to the top of a mountain. Do you see any curve? <laughs> There's, they said a lot of shit that so. blew my mind. Like it was about like, um, like, do you ever notice how the, um, no matter how high you go, the horizon's always eye level. And I was like, well, yeah, if you look directly at it, that's, it's not exactly. eye level. It's not like it's just constantly. Because that wouldn't even make sense if it was a flat Earth. Like, what do you mean? It's an infinite plane. Like, I just don't exactly. It. It's flat. But I, I, so one of the things I loved about it, as it ties to like my other just deep fascination with cults. Is that um, so? Most of these people in cults are I don't know. They're fucking weirdos. They're losers. They're outcasts in their own way. They're not stupid. Like they kept like people keep trying to say like flat earthers are fucking dumb, and I don't think they're dumb. I think they're just fucking shithead people. You know, like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I think that 
if they could uh well i don't know because kyrie irving i don't even know i don't even know anymore i can't even put it on it uh well he but he came around yeah he came around whatever but so we're fine so maybe maybe it's just it's such an elusive because to be a flat earther really means the king of conspiracies like okay it's the biggest one okay lizard people killed jfk and the fbi paid him off with uh money from the vatican okay but but hey what did all these people point toward do you remember the one thing all three people had in common? Was not a coincidence. Uh, were they Christian? Were you, God. Yeah, God. No, they weren't all Christians. They were. They were she was Muslim, I think. And then one guy was like vaguely spiritual, yeah, yeah. and one guy was a Christian. And it was all that. No, in the Bible, it doesn't say that it's a ball or whatever. So mm. how oh, could it be? Oh, yeah. If, if a bunch of people living in tents fighting over what was, no, goats and shit. It, his specific thing that really pissed me off is he was like, we've known from the beginning that it was flat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, you didn't fucking know anything back yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, when, what did early civilization like the, know? Like, the idea that because a bunch of fucking morons th- uh, 6,000 years ago decided on something, it's like, we've known from the beginning that uh, compasses always port way. Like, what? Fucking, like, you made up shit? Like, we've known from the beginning that diseases are caused by mice having sex and fields of hay like yeah we all knew that <laughs> no one ever disproved cell theory and you know we all know that the fucking uh the vapors are what causes malaria like yep you got it that's what it does <laughs> I, I saw just almost a stupid but opposite argument uh online the other day i was arguing with someone not on twitter don't worry okay and uh the person was like i was like they, they were professing the idea that uh the first five books of the Bible were all written by the same person, which is all but verified not to be true. Right. And they're like, oh, yeah, I can prove it. I, he's like, atheists are always doubting. For instance, the fact that germs exist was discovered by a Christian scientist, and all the atheists didn't believe him, and they wanted to throw him in the loony bin. That was it. That was his proof. <laughs> that was his proof that, that science is bullshit. <laughs> I don't know. I I wish you'd seen it, you son of a bitch. I, I wanted it. Oh, I, bu- it's I so get it. Good. it. The earth is round, I believe. Like, I've been to Antarctica. Like, like the know. idea of people that are like I've been to the South Pole. against science. Yeah, I know. You've you actually been to the South uh, I know. Antarctica. I believe the earth is round. I promise. Uh, <laughs> but it was just it was such a weird. It was just it was the most amazing. Because one, every flat earther dripping in unearned arrogance. Like just like the 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 head guy this uh, Globetar yeah yeah I think his name is Mark Shepard I w- I can't believe I yeah know I know who you're talking about over- the one that like he's like the Godfather uh yeah yeah he's the one that started most of the YouTube videos and there's another guy named Matt who's related somehow who also was like he's like <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're all related but <laughs> but uh the, just the unearned arrogance of these fucking pricks like walking around like. Uh, my favorite part was they go to a solar eclipse, right? Now, again, he doesn't believe in celestial bodies. He doesn't believe that the sun is a star burning million miles away. So he doesn't have any real respect for the sun, nor any fear of it. So, when, so he looks at so it? So he looks directly at it. He's just like, <laughs> fuck, and look at this eclipse. You know, uh, he, he, the solar eclipse starts to happen. He drove all the way to see it, and he's just bare eye staring at this fucking eclipse. And then he goes back and he's like, it's obviously a 3D fucking representation. You know, it just seemed like really bad CGI. And, like, he has another lady that's with him. He's like, but how did it make you feel? Did it make you feel that it was fake? Yeah, of course it made you feel it was fake. If you already walked in <laughs> thinking it was a fucking scam from some Jesus CIA operative, like, what the fuck? Is he, like, like, you don't see it. It was, it was my favorite thing. And then the great thing was is that uh, – um, so uh, there was a lot of 
the, the my favorite thing was is that uh, I watched another video on cults about doomsday cults. One of my Ooh. now my second favorite. Cult. Now that, that I've seen Flat Earthers, doomsday cults are my favorite. But um, there's something about when people are so deeply entrenched in a cult, where all the evidence in the world that they're fucking wrong is put in their face, that they still cannot handle it. Uh, I mean, a lot of religion is that way, though. Yeah, but in a doomsday cult, Not especially doomsday. when you have when you have a guy who's like, by the way, October third, the world is going to end, and you have people that sell their house, they quit their job, they lose all contact with their friends and their family. They're like, "You guys are all going to hell if you don't stand on the highway with me holding signs." They're like, "You're a fucking loony bin," you know. And then they're like, "October third, and then October fourth rolls around, you know, and they just like, "Fuck, I don't." Wrong year. <laughs> but, but we know. Ah, uh, well, actually, I looked it up, and it's actually May 4th of next year. They're like, yeah, May 4th, the 4th of May. Let's do it. May the 4th be with you. And then they like, and then May 5th rolls around. They're like, shit, I did not expect Cinco de Mayo to come. but okay. It's coming, though. But my point is, is that, I don't know, it's just, it's a special type of, uh, it's a special type of mind fuck that you can have all the evidence in the contrary, you know. Uh, and you just still you still double down. It was something. It was just it was just amazing. I don't. I don't it says it says it. a lot about the resiliency of our fucking minds. It's path- in a bad way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've just been obsessed with it. I mean, I was obsessed with Flat Earth prior to the documentary. You know, I, I saw. I mean, I must have yeah. watched like twenty hours of fucking YouTube videos of like people like. Well, that's why boats don't. You know, they all uh, Galileo jerks off about how like. The fucking boats, you see the mass dipping down, but he's a piece of shit, and I hate him. You're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that one I officially, I especially <laughs> like because they're, they're like, well, no, because they're like, oh, it's like a, uh, op- it's like a mirage. Like how if, like, a, you know, the moisture in the air, like. Oh, know. it just makes us, you can't see it anymore or some shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it. I've looked at boats on a crisp, crisp, crisp day and seen them dip with binoculars, big ass fucking telescopic style binoculars and it's pretty goddamn clear there's a curve uh well that's because you're a government fucking shill paid off by warner brothers you fucking (laughs) idiot (laughs) oh man i don't want to talk about too much more because people just need to go watch it but my favorite bit was that um so everyone agree they, they have like a conference of all these other flat earthers and everyone agrees that the world is not round but what they can agree is on anything else so there's people oh, being yeah, like, yeah. it's a fucking, it's an infinite plane, you goddamn idiots. And like, no, it's a fucking <laughs> flat disk. And they're like, well, what about the land outside of the South Pole? Like, no, there is nothing. There's just space. You know, and they're just all arguing about it. Uh, and because they have no concept of reason or logic or being able to make a coherent thought, they immediately yeah. go to what they do know, accusing everyone else of being a government shill. <laughs> so, so at one point, they're in the car. It makes life so easy, It makes though, life so you know? easy. So at one point, like, the, they're following the, the girl around, and yeah. uh, she's like, I just don't know how people, like, people accuse me of being for the CIA or that, like, I'm trans or that I'm, like, a, a paid man. I'm just like, how can you, these people just, I, I wonder, do they even believe the lies that they're telling and it almost makes me question my own beliefs, but I'm not crazy, so I don't. And I was like, ah, oh, oh, you're so close. You're so close. Oh, shit. Oh, you fucking, you, you, you almost touched the veil. You almost Man. pulled it aside, but god damn. Hopefully they never do, because we need them. I, oh, fuck. It's such a great fucking Because who are anti-vax going to make fun of if we don't have uh, flat earthers? It's true. Although that Venn diagram is basically a circle. But don't you understand? Point. Like, it was one of the funny things that they were talking about. Like, why would the government make up flat earth? 
And there's, and there's a guy just hitting a ping pong ball with uh, mallets to show how smart he is. He's like, look, 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 this is how I keep my brain active. I'm juggling with mallets. I'm not like those other fucking libtards, whatever. And he's like, and then I realized, and he, he grabs the ping pong ball and he really gets like real introspective. He's like, and then I realized, if you don't even know the world around you, then you're going to be so confused that they can then get you with the vaccines and the fucking chemtrails and the Jew lizard people. And, they're all gonna, oh, and I was God. like, ah, you got it. You nailed it. Fuck, man. Do you need a roommate? <laughs> Goddamn. Oh, I, I'm obsessed. You just want to be his roommate so you can tell the news the news reporters, no, uh, he was a great guy. I had no idea he was going to do something like this. <laughs> great roommate, cleaned up his yeah. cleaned up his dishes. Yeah, yeah. He's really fascinated with plates for some reason. Always keeps them clean. <laughs> Yes. Flat Earth jokes. Flat Earth jokes. Fuck, man. Damn, I love it. All right. Should we read the Bible? <laughs> I'm worried that like if I... we read too much, we'll lose our My goddamn bo- minds into this shit. <laughs> My bones hurt after that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, uh, welcome to a Revelations podcast. I'm Cole Dulewski. I'm Grant DeVoist. And a Revelations, it's the podcast that reads the Bible so you don't have to. I... That's what we're doing every day. <laughs> We're out here on the front lines, us versus the literal word of God. <laughs> we're in you the know? we're in the trenches, just me in this defenseless book, laying <laughs> yeah. here all helpless. Uh, if books are defenseless, explain. Uh, wasn't there a book in the that move? Remember the old cartoon about oh the God, whatever this reference? The is, page. There was a, I think there was books that floated around that had teeth on them. Okay, Anyways. you might be thinking of Harry Potter, but I don't, I don't, care. I don't know. Um, Regardless, books be can be dangerous you. if if they move fast enough at you. I will say this. I remember. No, no, no. Go real ahead. quick. Middle school, kids sitting two seats down from me was being bad <laughs> in his in geography or American history. Great. And Let's nail it down. The, our our big ass Italian teacher th- shoved a through heaved an entire geography book or whatever it was across the room at him. Almost hit him. Nice. I will so say don't this. don't tell me books aren't dangerous. <laughs> I will say this. I'm looking at my Bible right now, just laying there spread open, defenseless. I'm thinking he's asking for it. Yeah. Well, that's what the Bible thought whenever it uh, called the Crusades on all the Saracen people. Bingo. So this is episode yeah. 24. We're at Leviticus 6. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, welcome to the fucking show. I will say this. Um... Every, you know, as I said, I only read kind of far enough ahead for the, each episode. You know, I want to keep it fresh. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. And every time I start reading, I'm like, boy, this is fucking dumb and this is boring and there's nothing here really to talk about. It's just shit. I'm just going to be fucking blathering for an hour. And then it always throws me a curve. There's always some shit in here. I'm like, what the fuck is this going on? Yeah, yeah. Like, I think the first part of this episode is going to be a little bit boring because it is it, okay, so just here's the, the in brief what we're going to talk about for a little bit. There's no spoilers here. The last episode, we talked about how and when to c- perform certain sacrifices. This is we're going to start out this yeah. episode with what you what the priests are allowed to do with the meat of each. <laughs> yeah, we really, break it down. It's really important. We need all this shit down. It's, uh, but it gets it's, better. It's Stick very around. repetitive. Stick around. It gets way better right there at the end. It, it uh, does. Um, oh, yeah. it's gonna, We're going to end with <laughs> All right. So, uh, Leviticus 6, let's get started. Yeah. Um, so as we mentioned, we're talking about the trespass sins and the, uh, sit, wait, 
sorry, trespass offering, sin offering, peace offering, grain offering, and uh, what was that first one? I'm kind of going. So burnt, much. just a, burnt a standard offering. burnt offering. It was burnt grain fellowship sin and guilt offerings. Mm-hmm. And I've been a little bit. I'll tell you this. I've been a little bit suspicious of these priests since they started talking about the tabernacle on the table. Like uh-huh. around that time when they're like, and by the way, we need all your fucking gold to make a really nice place setting. Sure. And to make is, the horns of L. Yeah. Um, I'm telling and it you, just seems like more are. of a continuation of why I don't trust priests. Um, so Leviticus 6. Uh, God speaks to Moses and basically breaks down like, hey, if a person sins and commits a trespass against the Lord by lying to his neighbor or lying about shit or he takes a pledge and he breaks it or he hears about a robbery, if your friend doesn't snitch, then he is guilty of lying and swearing falsely and he is guilty of sin and has to find a bull or a ram or some shit and bring it to be murdered. Yeah, and weirdly, chapter 6 kind of starts in the middle of a passage, right? Like, it's yeah. really the wrap-up of the guilt offering that we talked about last week, really, which is kind of annoying. Really, we should have done this shit last episode. <laughs> Just this part, but yeah. anyway, so it's the wrap-up of the guilt offering. It's also saying that if you are guilty of these things where you didn't necessarily perpetrate something, but you still wronged someone by extension... Mm-hmm. You have to pay them back. So let's say that uh, that Cole here gives me a $5 bill and says, hey, keep an eye on that because I have to go do whatever that you could have a $5 bill on you for, which isn't a lot of things, but mm-hmm, maybe something mm-hmm. that I can imagine. You it's know? probably covered in Coke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you have to go by the drug dog. I hold your dirty $5 bill. Right. I lose it, right, because I'm scatterbrained. We know that. And... It's my fault, right? I lost it. I didn't really like this wrong bill you. Smells good. I'm gonna I didn't eat it. steal. <laughs> I didn't steal five dollars from you, but I lost it. I wronged you, so I have to pay you back six dollars, which is twenty percent on top of that five. Right, a one fifth offering. Here, here's the weird thing about this. So I wronged you. Uh-huh. I pay you back with twenty percent interest. Uh-huh. What do I also have to do? This is what I don't get. I also have to get a hold of a full. Ble- uh, blemishless ram ram, and sacrifice that to God. So my concordance explains it that when we sin against each other, we're also sinning against God. It kind of does away with the idea of like a victimist cl- crime. Like, okay, yes, uh, I paid a whore $50 to give me a half and half in the behind the Arby's, okay? Yeah, yeah. And she's got 50 bucks. I had a, a you know, mediocre time. But I still owe God for that sin, you know. I, I someone's got I gotta pay him too, you know. He's kind of like sure, uh, he's sure. kind of like the mafia, you know, where no crime goes down in the city without them getting a piece. Ooh, I like that. You know? Yeah. So he, even though uh, you know you and I are now buddy buddy again because I paid you back with interest. Uh-huh. Uh God needs his cut. Yeah. Or yeah. let's I'll, I'll I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. God gets um, his cut. Just because I made you whole again mm-hmm. doesn't mean that I. Uh, don't still deserve to pay to like pay for it. Like, yeah, you're not. Yeah, I mean, that's how the criminal world works. Board, like, if I steal from you in real life, I gotta pay you back, but I also do time. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, God, God's perpetually like they're like, hey, uh, okay, do you still want to press charges? He's like, fuck yeah, lock him up. Like, All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just give me a, an animal to kill. Actually, <laughs> give me a give me some sweet. Um, the other thing is it reaffirms that the. Uh, yeah. So the priest. Uh, the other thing that's interesting is that there's no direct offering 
sacrifice to the Lord. You have to go through a middleman. The priest is always going to take his cut. Uh, To me, it just seems like, I don't know, whatever the equivalent is of Uber for priests is a long time coming. You know, if there's ever guys like, hey, by the way, you don't have to go to the priest and pay that fee and then come through. These are the fucking ticket masters of the uh, God sin world, you know? No, 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 no. So you don't get it because the priests like the Remember how they anointed the entire tabernacle? Everything inside the temple had to be ta- uh, anointed with oil and consecrated. Mm-hmm. The priests are likewise consecrated. They're basically just tools inside the temple. They're clean. They're holy. They're ble- they're without blemish so that when they perform these acts, it's safe. If you went in and tried to do some priest work without getting priested, mm-hmm. you're going to get beasted. <laughs> so are they like My licensed God. electricians, you know, where you're like, hey, I should rewire my house. Like, don't. You got to get a guy they're who like, knows what the fuck he's doing. Don't do it, you. Don't do it. They're like own. licensed electricians. If licensed electricians were the only people on earth who were dry <laughs> and everyone else was soaking wet and you had to work on live electric wires. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, it's a good point. Um, so that's that. Um, the Lord then speaks to Moses. Okay, command Aaron and his sons that this is the law of the burnt offering. Um, this is so. This is the burnt offering we talked about last week. So, which now, as I said, we're going back through it. We already talked about how it's to be done, who's to pay, et cetera, et cetera. Now we're saying, all right, basically, um, this is the pr- that was the overarching picture for all the people. This is like the priestly instruction, what they get to keep to make sure that they're fed. Right now, here, 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 I think OSHA would have a fucking heyday with the fucking rules that they're going. Okay, so here's the thing. First of all. It's a goddamn grease fire that burns for all time. Yeah, yeah. They're burns. just throwing fat in there and then grease. It's like it's probably a turkey fire. Two, the priests have to wear special linens, like just the most absolutely fire <laughs> non-retardant thing that they could possibly be wearing. I mean, they're basically wearing wicks. In their defense, in the God and the these instructions defense, mm-hmm. this stuff would probably burn off so fast that you would only suffer light burns. It, it would barely like put a dent in their pubes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so they have to put on these special linens and they have to like change it. I mean, I don't know. It just seems like a lot of laundry because they have to wear special linen garment, linen trousers to pick up the ash. And then they have to put on a different set of linen uh, garments and linen trousers to take the ash outside of the camp. Yes. I just, I don't know. It's a whole wardrobe thing. It's a, what were they doing without Asian run laundromats before this time? Uh, I don't know, probably white people run laundromats. Why does it have to... I don't, I don't think they're as good. I don't know. <laughs> That's true. Um, no, I mean, it's just a matter of... Like I said, you have the special clothes for in there. You got you to gotta keep them clean. Everything... And we're going to get into it later. Don't, don't play like you don't know. <laughs> when the right stuff isn't used, things get bad. Lightning strikes. Now, I will agree with you, though. And I wasn't going to bring this up till later when we get into some really like pedantic stuff. Okay, I love All it. this... So much of what we're going to talk about today are just rules that exist because we need rules, right? Is it just they're not keep them busy? Yeah, they don't make sense. It's like boot camp, right? Okay. You go to boot camp. One of the things they made us do, okay, is that you they they all the company commander folks left. They took every pa- we all had a padlock, our own special padlock, and they locked all of them together. Okay. And then they said we had an hour to solve it. Now, no one expected us to be able to do that. But it was just something that we had to do to get used to just listening. Just do it. Even though it's stupid, 
and there's no way you can do it. Obviously, they could do most of this in most cases, right. but it's this idea that you just have dumbass rules to make sure that you are being obedient. It's obedience for the sake of obedience. Okay, I thought it was like your parents do you sometimes. I, I thought it was like you know, like my parents would like make. Uh, um, just give us meaningless tasks to keep us busy. You know, they're like, okay, you guys, I, we got to get the dinner ready. Everyone, whoever can collect the most uh, shoes and socks off the thing and bring in a laundromat wins a prize. And we're all just running around trying to give me. I'm just grabbing clean. I mean, that's useful. I'm just grabbing least. clean socks out of my dresser so I can win. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Barry. <laughs> um, you know, they're just like, oh, you won. And meanwhile, it's just because, you know, I, um, my you're mom just wants a minute of peace so she can uh, drink a glass of wine in the, you know, in the dark. Um, yeah. So that's just what it She's like, I wish I had drank more of this when I was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Funny. Anyways. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> um, the other thing that's interesting is so they're like, okay, and by the way, this fire never goes out. Um, Exodus 6. Yeah, it's like the eternal flame in DC. Yeah. Or like the, uh, Here's yeah. A JFK's grave or something, right? Isn't there? Oh, DC. Yeah. I think you're talking like DC Comics. I was like, what are you talking oh, about? No, no, you're talking no. about like, like they did the for Superman in real when he life. died? No, no, no. Uh, right. Um, but imagine how much harder it would have been when you didn't have like a natural gas pipe. Honestly, I'll tell you this. If JFK were still requiring dead bulls to be brought up to him and slaughtered, I, I don't think we should do it anymore. Honestly, I don't, yeah, I don't think he's J- worth the gas <laughs> blowing under his torch now. They need to go to LEDs. If JFK was God, he would have dodged that bullet. If I were president, if I'll tell you what, you know, I'll tell you what AOC needs to do. She needs to try to uh, campaign on a, a law to change the eternal flame for JFK into a like an LED and some like cardboard paper just flapping. You know, we gotta save the planet any way we can. That would help. I'll give you that. So, but she's also too young to be president. So Exodus no six fourteen. Should be just part of the agreement. Yeah. yeah, Exodus six fourteen. The law of the grain offering that the sons of Aaron shall offer on the altar before the Lord. Yeah, gross. This part, I hate this part. Now, the way this was explained to me is that, okay, so people are bringing, like, again, this is dangerous. Fine flour, which is naturally explosive in high concentrations when in the air. Uh, Only if it, yeah, only if it's particleized Mixed with, well, it's very fine flour. That's my whole point, you know, if you grind it. Yeah, so don't throw it up in the air, like, But how do you think they're putting it on the fire? Fine flour mixed with oil, a bunch of people wearing linens, trying to throw it in the fire. No fucking way there wasn't a whole lot of dead guys. You have a flower shovel. Flower shovel. <laughs> uh, I guess that could have solved the issue. Like a guy on a coal train, you know? Um, here's the thing, is that... Um, so they have to go all flower bay with it, you know, and just blah, 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 sprinkle the flower in the flames. But uh, you always... Flower bay. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, God loves the smell of burning flour and oil. Um, here's the thing. Exodus six sixteen, And the remainder of it Aaron and his sons shall eat... With oven leavened bread, it shall be eaten in a holy place. Um, and it says they have to eat in the tabernacle of meeting. But it, it's not even just that they can eat. It's that they shall eat. Well, yeah. I don't think... No, no, no. Like, I think that's not saying they will eat it in all of it. it it's saying you will let them eat it. I, it says they, they shall. shall. I think they... And I think I we're going to come I, into... I think they have to eat it. I think they have they to. They can't eat. They eat their fill. They're not no, eating. No, I think these Jews it. are walking up there with a pile of <sighs> fucking loose flour and oil, and they're like, okay, throw that in the fire, and then they're like, nah, eat it, Aaron. What verse is eat that? Eat the Sorry, fucking man. flour. It's 616. Yeah, see, you have the stupid Bible oh my God. that hasn't, 
Aaron is son- oh yeah, it says shall eat here. Too. Yeah, I think it's forced well, to eat. I, I think it's going to be like that scene from Seven where no, it's just it a bunch of fat shall- guys eating no, 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 fucking no, 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 Chef no, no, Boyardee no, no. until they explode. S- sir, sit down. They shall eat the rest of it in the courtyard. It's saying where they're eating it. They have to eat it in the courtyard or they die. No, and the remainder of it, Aaron and his sons shall eat with unleavened bread in, in the court of the, the courtyard. But in the court of the tabernacle meeting, they shall eat it. So it's two the separate shall statements. Part- the shall part is about the. I don't courtyard. want to get into like a fucking constitutional argument here, but you're wrong. Oh my god! No, they have to eat in the courtyard. Dick. But anyway, but uh, what's fun here is that you have to imagine the priest and like they're standing there taking in the bread, the grain offerings. You know that there's going to be some cooks that are known for being good and some that are like shitty. Yeah, right. And they like you see people come. And you're like, oh no, we got to eat Martha's bread. <laughs> I would think it would be also the same thing. There's like there's just like a greasy guy that walks in. And he's just like, yeah, he's got his <laughs> hands are literally in his pants as he's walking. You're like, fuck, man, that's unclean. No, you can't you're do just that. Picking you can't fucking touch your cubes out of the bread. Be like, you got to eat you it though, God. You're like, oh, fuck. You got to give these people that they're very clean. They I don't, don't touch think dead animals. Clean. They don't touch. Nah, they're always washing. They got to get Soap the blood off of stuff. Invented. What are they washing? Dirt. You just need sand and water, oh dude. Grit. Okay, so a bunch of dirty... I mean, yeah, for real. Okay, great. They just got filthy, dirty, soot-covered they, hands. And they probably had lye or something. They had lye. Right? They're burning um, all this stuff. They can make soap out of ash. Now, it Check gets me, a little bit. Libtard. It gets a little bit misogynistic, too. Um, all the males among... So these leftovers that they're supposed to be eating, you know, the little, the little bits they're allowed to have... Um, this is awfully convenient for Aaron and his sons, is that only Aaron and his sons may eat of it. Um, it shall be a statute forever in your generations concerning the offerings made by the fire to the Lord. Everyone who touches them must be holy. Um, and only the sons may eat it, but not the daughters. Wait, does it say that? Mine just says all the males. Well, it's all the males, yeah, but it also says not the daughters. Okay. I think it more specifically You're... references it later. I'm no, pretty no, sure it says the subtext. The daughter shall not eat of it. If a man can eat it, then it's that's all that matters because all his wife and daughters are eating is what he can provide. Mm, I read it that um, if I see it, what later. are they, his? What are the priest wives eating then? Because they don't get to be priests and get free food. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I, I think it's just I think they're just fucked. Man. Um. All the males among the children. It shall be a statue forever. Yeah, I guess you're right. That sucks. Yeah. I would let them eat it if I was God. <laughs> yeah, I'd sneak it to him. Uh, what's the worst that could happen if I fucked this up? Uh, no, if I was God, I would do it, I'm saying. Okay. Uh, so that's the grain offering, uh, basically. And by the way, all your kids can eat. you got to burn whatever's left. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, Exodus 6.24, the law of the sin offering. Yeah, same shit. Blah blah blah. Same right. Shit. Got to burn it. Uh, all these other. I mean, my my concordance specifically references that. Not that this really matters, but that um, these sacrifices happened all the goddamn time, daily, continual burnt. There was extra feasts and stuff, so these priests stayed busy and they never went hungry. Yeah. Fortunately, I mean that's a lot of work. You killing a, a big ass bull? You think that's? I think that shit's easy. No. Bunch of poor shepherds. Uh, one of the things I I got out of this was. It's really, really confusing when you read it because if, if you go back to the sin offering from last episode, right, mm-hmm. from chapter three, I think it's talking about the how you're killing it for the sin offering. You're cutting it open. You're taking out like the liver and kidney and all the fat from the organs. 
you're burning that, and then you have to take the rest of it off-site, outside of the entire camp, like way away from everything, and burn it in an ash pile. But also, now it's saying the priests can eat some of the meat from that carcass, but only in the tabernacle. So it's like a, this meat's going all over the place. Yeah. So, so they're only allowed to eat the meat in private on their golden tables and bronze silverware. Uh, in their nice private little nice smelling tent. Oh no! God really likes yeah, it. It's rough. God really likes us in our incense scented uh, tent with our golden plates and our special meat that people bring to us. And then all this is kind of a pain in the ass for him though. If you cook some of this uh, special cow in a clay pot, you have to break the pot after you cook it. Um, and or if it's bronze, if it's like a metal thing, you have to scour it clean which is kind of like a tax on the poor i think like okay here i brought my thing. well no this is only for priests this is only for the fancy food are you sure well it's still an so offering it's still poor. a sin offering a trespass offering this is only for people that fuck up yeah no, the but priests the priests are supplying the pots? To eat it yeah 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 oh, i don't know and the reason that they have to break them what mike and Corden says is that not because like oh it's it's like unclean now mm-hmm. but because that pot is now too holy oh um, so you got to yeah. scrub off all that holiness. Um, yeah. Something I think was interesting is that, so the gist is, to sum up, um, here's how it works. You fuck up. You, you accidentally stepped in, like, an old dead goat, and you got to make a sacrifice. So you go in, you take an, an animal that's done nothing wrong, you murder it, and you bring it to the priest. They kill it for you. They gut it. They take some of its meat away, and then um, they got to scrub their pots when they're done. But... There's options for this, including like um, like pigeons and shit. Like, there's all. It's not just goats and rams and doves. There's other things that you can murder. You know, flour and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So. so Exodus seven, uh, the law of trespass offering. Um, and this basically it's the same shit. You know, if you you know in the same way that there was rules for when you have to make a sin offering, there's rules for making trespass offering. And you want to hear that bullshit go in the last episode, but um. Yeah, of note, just real quick refreshers, that for the, you keep saying trespass, mine says guilt. For the guilt offering, huh. it's a ram, and this is done for an unintentional sin. That's the important part. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it really goes into it. I wouldn't read this Bible for, I guess I guess they're not paying us to do this either, but I still I don't know why I'm doing it. I'm really starting to question So the, the people don't have to. So the people don't have to. I do it for you. We did it for the potty. I do it for you guys. Because um, it is so shit. It's just, again, repeating itself. Okay, you're going to kill it and take out the two kidneys and the fat on the flanks. Because God likes the good cuts. The lobe attached to the liver. Yeah, I got it. Every male among the priests may eat it. It shall be eaten in a holy place. It is most holy. Again, just the males. Uh, but something that was interesting is, again, the trespass offering can also include pigeons, and I think they have to eat it. So if I really hated the priest, which I probably would. You're not, you're reading that wrong. What do you mean? I mean, they don't, you can't kill a priest by sacrificing too much and making them die of overeating. No, okay? but I'm, just, what I would do is I'd be like, hey, priest, I shat on the neighbor's cat. Here's your fucking lunch. I just throw a pigeon at his feet. <laughs> Yeah, uh, something tells me you might get uh, stoned to death for that. <laughs> yeah, that's a guess. I'm just walking. Think about what these priests are doing. These are Levites. I would just fucking right? overhand a dead pigeon at their fucking feet. Be like, you fucking clean it, you bitch. No, you, they have to kill it. Oopsie. They can give a live pigeon to them. All right, I'll throw a fucking beat to death um, pigeon, whatever. I'll, I'll make it happen. Again, though, do you want to piss off anyone from the line of Levi? What, what, they got like an, Think, what, what are they going to do if they kill me? Kill another bull and everything's fine? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
actually. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're like, oh shit, hamburgers tonight. We're gonna fucking kill this guy. Uh, oh man. Um okay. So that's most of the trespassing. Uh what yeah. else is and there? then we get into the fellowship offering. Same stuff. All right, you get it. Yeah, you get it. Peace off. It tells you what to do if it's bread. It tells you what to do if it's meat. It's the same shit. Dude, no one fucking cares. And then we, just like we learned last week, it mentions that eating uh, fat and blood are forbidden, which, of course, again, is completely impossible, but whatever. Uh, Yeah, well. I'll give it to them. Now, that goes back all the way to Noah. The whole you don't eat blood thing is part of the fucking rainbow pack and shit. I was reading some stuff today. The one kind of blood you're allowed to drink if you're Jewish is fish blood. Oh, oh, but lucky here's then. the thing: to make sure that no one knows or everyone knows that you're not drinking unclean blood, they say to make sure you leave some scales in it so people can tell that it's fish blood. <laughs> drink. Hey, is that guy? I'm not kidding. Is that, that guy drinking? That's like kosher law. Is that guy drinking goat blood? And you're like, no. Look, I also put some fucking rotting fish scales in. Like, oh, okay. I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> How hard up are you to fucking drink fish blood? Like, what? (laughs) Just as soon as not. I don't know. Uh, Gross. Uh, There's so many worms in fish blood, too. Yeah, it's full of parasites. Um, Yeah. I remember... uh, Wish I'd known that before I drank all that fish blood. (laughs) (laughs) Now my dick don't work. Oh, man. Um, Unless the worms want it, I remember there was a so, parasites in a joke. Did you remember that guy that like ate a snail on YouTube as a joke and it went into his brain and fucking killed him? No. Oh, yeah, man. I shat worms once, though. Oh, my God. I went God. to Honduras. What? <laughs> I went to Honduras. Remember we yeah, I, talked about that on the mission trip? Yeah. And I got a bad case of worms, and my dad made me take albenzol. Oh, my God. And here's the thing. It doesn't kill parasites, okay. but it paralyzes them. Oh. So they all just like let go of you and like go into your... Uh, digestive tract and I shit out all these worms. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, I never. I feel like that's the one it was, thing. It I'm, was like a pound of them. Oh dude. my god! <laughs> I feel like it's like uh, old spaghetti just being dropped on the sidewalk. I don't think it was like, <laughs> like that. Oh, okay. So uh, flat fat blood may not be eaten by the Jews. <laughs> Sorry. Now I so here's the thing about fat and blood. I, I guess it kind of makes sense, but um, you, so you know Chris, our Chris. Yeah, yeah. We used to have steak dinners tonight every now and then, like a couple of weirdos. And um, I would see him take a ribeye and just cut off the fat and throw it away. And I was like, "You're what the fuck are you doing?" Like I I just take the fat off the steak and I just slurp it down like a fucking Yeah, yeah, yeah. as long as it's properly rendered, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I just I just hit it with the grill a little bit. I don't care. I just get a little bit crisp on it. I eat the fat the way it is. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. Like yeah. It. Um, God doesn't like that. I want to um, tell you that straight up. <laughs> uh, something I think is interesting is they just keep harping on this almost like kind of like a, me think they doth protest too much is that over and over and over again, the Bible's like, and by the way, you the priests have got to eat this. Which to me is just like, um, it'd be like if I were a priest and it's like, oh, and by the way, God for the eighth time says that we must uh, have sex with every man's wife on the day of their wedding. I, I don't want it either, you guys, but this is what God says. He just keeps yeah, yeah. saying this. I've got to eat all your food. Like, Well, who do you think wrote this shit? <laughs> these fucking priests. Exactly. That's my point. Is that they're just sitting up there with yeah. a fork and knife. Keeping a watchful eye on their town and be like, hey, hey, you, I just saw you jaywalking. Like, yeah, like, bring me a goat. Bring fucking me a donkey. Starving. I want a whole donkey. Give me a fucking. I saw you. I see you. Bring me a fucking goat. Yeah. I'm hungry. Oh, I mean, yeah, those are the folks that wrote it. But again, 
it's just a, I mean, they're earning their keep, right? Yeah, it's just a, I'm sure there was like it's just a very convenient form of appeasing God. I'm sure there was like uh, corrupt priests, you know. So here's also eventually. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I think it might have been corrupt from the day of. Um, no, because we find out about that shit. So, um, other thing is, there's some rules like the fat of a. Uh, animal that dies naturally cannot be used in uh, any other way you can't eat it yeah yeah it has to be a sacrifice so if you're like one of those uh, vegetarians that only eats chickens that die of old age naturally you know in their bed surrounded by I mean, that's gross anyway family, then yeah you're wrong I'm with God on that I one. thought that's about doing nasty. that like just kind of keeping an eye on a cow you know and then as he gets old make sure he lives a, a, a right full life and then when you know the dementia Alzheimer and cancer finally get it the mad cow. <laughs> Once the mad cow really sets in. No, I check his pulse. Oh, okay, he's dead. And then I just get the grinder and the fucking knives. Um, but that won't work, not according to God. So one of these things that you can bring um, when you're bringing the fellowship offering, this is kind of weird. What God does, what God requires to make sure that he knows that it's voluntary is you have to bring it with your own hands, right, to the priest. Mm-hmm to be offered and if you have like the bre- you have to have the breasts in your hands and wave them around and it says as a uh, as a wave offering yeah the wave offering like, hey, you're just making shit I'm up at giving this, point. this I'm giving this for free you know what it makes me think of though so right they want to make sure that it's giving voluntarily it's that it's not corrupt that it's not the pre like you're talking about so this reminds me of something in my own life uh, I usually work pretty late hours and it takes me a long way to get home so I'm never able to go to the blood bank when it's open okay and so what I do is I show up later, and I didn't want to just leave a bucket of blood because then they would be like, "What is this? Yeah, where did this come from?" <laughs> to let them know it was voluntary, I put the bucket down there, but I take a handful of the blood and I smear a big smiley face on the wall next to it, <laughs> and that way they know it was given <laughs> yeah, voluntarily. Okay, this is cool, cool guy. Uh, this is this guy wanted to give it. I thought it was kind of like. Uh, all right, so I'll tell you this. I, I, I every now and then I have like house parties, and I usually front a lot of the money for the food, right? Yeah. And I got this friend who will be like, "You're a generous yeah. god." And I've got this friend that'll like Venmo me like ten bucks, whatever, you know. And sure. he'll be like, "Hey, Cole, I just Venmoed you that money." And I'm like, "Thanks, bro." And I think what it is is that it's a way of kind of silently, kind of coercing the other people to give me some fucking money, you know. Where yeah. I feel like it's. You- like and by the way, whenever you bring a goat, you have to wave it around so everyone can see that you're giving goats uh, so that they don't just bring fucking pigeons. I want them to feel shame. So everyone knows it's goat time. <laughs> you know what it's like? It's like I saw this documentary about strippers, and uh, I don't, it was a very weird documentary. Now, where the fuck? What was I watching now? Because I'm thinking about it. it was specifically about black strippers with white boyfriends. It might have just been a hmm. porno, but anyway, <laughs> it kid. sounds a little like it. <laughs> Uh, they were interviewing the boyfriend and they're like, what do you think about your girlfriend, uh, being a stripper? And he's like, I like it. I get all the money every night. I go up there and while she's dancing, I'll, uh, cause it's a black stripper in a very predominantly black neighborhood in a very predominantly black club. And he'll go up there and he'll just start sprinkling bills on her. And like all the other guys are like, no way am I going to let this white boy throw money on all the people. And they just start, they all, they all start throwing me. He's like, I'm the real one getting your money. Yeah. He's like, they don't know I'm her pimp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So to me, that's what it's like. They're like, hey, by the way, when you come in, you know what it's also like? It's like that scene from Jaws where he's like, hey, would you get in the water? And he's like, oh, no, I, I feel great. He's like, no one's swimming. You got to get in the water. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've got 15 more yeah, of no. these. I, 
I could see that. I could see that. So he's like nowadays at church they just pass around a plate, so you know. So you know, time. so you can eye side eye the fucking your neighbor and be like, you yeah, put like, money in there? I'm watching you. So yeah. that's what I think. I think it's like a subtle form of shaming. Like you have to like be like, hey, this is what I brought everybody, and you wave it before the Lord. A wave offering. It's interesting. It's probably good if it's if it's a skin on breast waving it around like that's going to get that that uh, skin dried out a little bit more. It's going to get real crispy on the grill. You're absolutely right. That might be part uh, of it too. The other, God likes the other that. thing that makes me think they're just making shit up. Um, Exodus seven thirty two. Also, the right thigh you shall give to the priest as a heave offering. Yeah, we're just making up offerings it, now. Oh, and also, I want the uh, I like the dark meat. That's a that's a that's another type of offering. I like this. This is actually where I wrote down rules to have rules that I ended up, you may be bringing up earlier. Okay. But uh, yeah, like that's all this is. It's like, why the right? What, if I was a, honestly, like I'm so petty mm-hmm. that if I was a, a guy that managed cattle, I would put them in a pen where they had to walk in a circle and they would only like exercise their left side. <laughs> get really big and thick. <laughs> little dinky right leg. <laughs> but then I guess it wouldn't be uh, I would, without I would blemish. I just give them they steroids in their left ass and then they're like, yeah, yeah, that left side's all jacked, but this right thigh's all skinny and <laughs> yeah. weird. I just put them in. A, I would put them in like a uh, tourniquet. I just, or, I just inject tourniquet, it full. A, uh, I just inject their right leg full of AIDS. <laughs> I don't. They hadn't discovered that yet. The government hadn't invented it yet. Um, yeah, so, bingo. Um, so then they offer the blood of the peace offering, and uh, there's really not that much more into it. Yeah, that's that. Uh, but you do right. have to do it forever. The the God commands that this will be done for the end of times, a statute forever throughout the generations. And they already stopped. Just saying. Uh, 2,000 years later. He commanded the children of Israel to offer their offerings to the Lord in the wilderness of Sinai. Uh, Where are we Hmm. at? Exodus 8 now. Leviticus 8, but yeah. Fuck, what am I thinking? (laughs) Just edit that out. Okay. Leviticus 8 now. No, do it. Uh, (laughs) You're going to feel so embarrassed. (laughs) Um so uh, the Lord then speaks to Moses. Okay, we've got all the rules out. We've got all the we, we we've expressed everything. It's like when you explain the rules to a game, and now it's time to play ball. But it's not because we already talked about this too. I don't think we. I right? think we talked about what they were going to do. Now we're talking about Moses. No, actually the, doing it. it's funny that you accidentally said Exodus because um, Exodus chapter forty something, right? Thirty something. They already orient. They already anointed the priest or talked about I think it at least. You might be right. That does sound familiar. Exodus. Yeah, somewhere in Exodus. I don't know. That's old news, obviously. Yeah, who gives but a shit? We already know how they're going to do this. They talked about it. Now they're actually going through the steps. They start with Aaron. They put the fancy shit on. They get them all scrubbed down, right? Deep scrub, exfoliating. This was before the liberals made it illegal to put sand beads in your hand in your body soap. Right. Okay. And so they scrubbed him down with some axe. <laughs> okay. Body wash. It's just Moses rubbing down his nephews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They rub everyone down. They put on the ephod. They put on the urim and the thumen on the breast pieces. They put the turban on his head, the gold plate, the sacred emblem on front of it. And uh, just as he'd been commanded. Then he takes. Now everyone's watching this, right? Right. They assembled everyone. Um, right? Right. They they, well, okay, so they. Say they assembled the entire congregation. I think that's everybody. I don't know. Anyways, then he takes the anointing oil 
And so they're all watching, right? So at first it's like, okay, this is going to be a quick thing. No. Then he starts anointing. It says everything in the tabernacle, right? So this old stupid man, Moses, who has just got to be slow as hell, right? right? You're picturing. is going around rubbing oil on everything. Seven times sprinkling it uh, onto the altar. I I think it would Uh, suck because, like, okay, so first of all, again, your whole job is basically handling dead animals and playing with fire. lube. Yeah, and lube. And now you're fucking wearing linens that are covered in oil and just blood's being sprinkled in your face. I feel like Moses is just getting off on this. Yeah, I mean, he definitely isn't not getting (laughs) off. Um, My Bible states that this is the foretelling of Christ. That this is kind of like a uh, kind of like what okay. Moses is doing to his brother is kind of like what God will later do with the true high priest Jesus Christ, but hmm. bullshit. I don't see it. Yeah, I don't see but it. But I guess we'll get there in a couple of years. <laughs> um, to me, it feels like a giant circle jerk. It's like the end of Star Wars where they're just standing around with like getting medals put on them, you know? Like okay, no. Or Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Oh yeah, you haven't watched that. Throw some fucking blood in your face. All right, you're holy now, and I just take a bucket of oil and I drop it on you like when like Nickelodeon used to pour gak on people, you know? Yeah, of course. It's like, <laughs> That's where my mind it's like the end of the Super Bowl where they just dump a bunch of fucking Gatorade on a guy. Like ah, yeah, yeah, yeah did it. It's not on a guy that's the uh, head coach. But anyway, so they some uh, random guy in the crowd. They just cover it. <laughs> uh, so then uh, they're going to do the first burnt offering. It's kind of interesting because it's kind of it's like um, how do I put this? That before these guys can start doing the offerings, you have to let the person closest to God do it to them, so then they can do it for the people. So it's like passing down. The right. So God gave imbued Moses with holiness or whatever mm. made him set aside. Now Moses has the authority to do it for these guys. And so he first does it for Aaron and then for the sons. So he, they take a bull, this first sin offering, to wipe away the sins, to make Aaron holy enough to be a priest, to consecrate him, whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. It. The nasty part of it is they slaughter it, put some uh, blood on the horns, because again, this is pulled straight from the Canaanite practice of having L in a tent. Pagan. I'm telling pagan you. Shit, yeah. This is pagan as fuck. Uh, he, okay, so then it says they, he puts it on the, some of the blood on the horns and then pours the rest of the blood at the base of the altar. Yuck, dude. Yeah, I mean, just fucking... Do you think blood is... Blood's not just going to go away. Yeah, you're going to get so many fucking flies? This is where we eat. Oh, it's going to stink. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Moses. I guess... How many days do you think they're staying in one place? Because it really say, shiny fucking face days? and get lost, you weirdo. <laughs> um, do you think? Do you think they're just staying for a couple days so it's okay for there to be a blood I patch? I don't know. I guess I don't know. I, I say leave a place nicer than you found it, but whatever. Apparently, the sprinkle <laughs> these guys are hardly <laughs> goddamn scouts. litter bugs over here. Uh, I don't know. He takes the blood and he puts it on Aaron's right ear and on his hand. He's like, "Give me your hand. I'm gonna cover it with blood." Like, cool. Thanks again. Soap has not been invented. Thank you. More blood, please. I think they did have soap. I don't think they had soap. But go on. Um, they did. Something interesting is that, um, and I guess we'll get this when we get to the New Testament, is that there's a specific denotation that, denotion? I don't even know. Um, that at this point, priesthood is deigned by blood. That you are a priesthood by birth. Whereas uh, my Bible's concordance is like, aha, of course this was destroyed this um this practice with Christ who basically got rid of the idea that any human being needs a uh, 
median to gain access to God, and they're born by blood or some some weird, you know, Ticketmaster situation of trying to get access to Christ or to God. Sure, but uh, it's um, it yeah, it's um, but you see this in every religion, right? Yeah, this creating of space. You gotta have, sure uh, you have you gotta have you know obviously we're better than you type of relationship. Yeah, yeah. Um, another thing that my Bible um, is trying, another argument my Bible tries to make in the concordance is that um, the act of Moses anointing people to the priesthood uh, is also kind of an our gatekeeping type of thing that people cannot. This is it keep this is in keeping with the biblical principle that a man should not put himself in the ministry. Rather, he is to be divinely appointed. Now, what the fuck does that, you know what I mean? Like, if anyone's like, oh, I want to join the church. It's like Fight Club. Like, someone comes up, he's like, I want to join. You're like, get fucked, asshole. We hate you. And you're like, okay. They're like, all right, you're in. Come on. Get it. <laughs> you know? Well, you know, that's how like, every church works now. Is it? Like, how would I know that? I don't know that. The Catholic church. Right. Well, how else? What, do they just kidnap kids? Just... What do you mean? Well, no, I mean, like, how, how do you... Th- well, obviously, it's by choice they go into right? it, but they still consider it to be divine appointment. I don't know. I would say divine appointment is like I'm in my bed and all of a sudden a light gets shining in my face. I'm like, what's going on? They're like, come with us. You're a priest. You know, you're a wizard. And they just grab and drag me away into the night. You know, that's divine. You know. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Well, I mean, back then it was also, you know, gen- Like hereditary. Elizabeth Smart was divinely appointed, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> good. So uh, I think that the point is that now they translate it because they still... They still have priests in the Jewish tradition, and there's not like a light from on high shining and letting you know who's going to be the next priest. They they choose the life, yeah. become rabbis or whatever preachers in the. It's Christian like the church. thug life, you know. Yeah, Jesus you don't choose you. it; it chooses you. Yeah. Um, Divine appointment. So then, what else is it? Then we then we get into uh, he talks more about burning it and. They basically do the first sin offering for Aaron. This will be and it's a just a di- barbecue it, for all time. This is the point of it. It's just a how-to, right? So this shows you the first time it gets done. So everyone can see how it works. There's no excuses later on to fuck it up. Yeah, yeah. Again, like, uh, you signed the document. You read the you read the fucking uh, code of conduct. You know this shit now. Yep. If I have... And at the end... Go ahead. At the end of the chapter, uh, in fact, Moses says... Um, you guys, well, God basically commands them after he does all this anointing and sacrificing that they have to stay in there for seven days to like become fully consecrated. It's like uh, incubating their holiness I or something. I think it's like uh, when that uh, John Allen Chow guy uh, stayed in his yeah, hotel yeah. room for seven days so he wouldn't give all those uh, uh, Indian guys, uh, what was his name? The, I forgot. Uh, Sentinelese. The Sentinelese people, Sentinelese. Uh, you know, uh, smallpox or whatever he had. Well, he definitely didn't. Yep. So it worked out. So <laughs> well, you just spend seven days in know. a room and you're clean. It's Yeah, to become clean, you spend seven days. Um, and so Moses says, you must stay uh, stay at the entrance to the tent of meeting. and day in, or The Lord says to Moses to stay at the front um, to make them stay in. Is that what it is? Uh, oh, no. They all have to stay at the entrance to the tent of meeting day and night for seven days. And do what the Lord requires, and here we say, here we get, so you will not die, for that is what I've been commanded. That's Chekhov's gun. <laughs> right, so we've introduced 
the uh, ability for them to be killed by not doing their job right. Uh, yeah, it, it's basically a little fine print, you know, that like with your mortgage. They're like, oh, yeah, you just make these payments, blah, blah, if you miss it, it's whatever, you know, okay. And then at the very So that you will not die. Or we foreclose (laughs) on your fucking ass. Um, We will sell your kids into prostitution. Yeah, what do you you mean I have to give you a kidney? You didn't read the fucking document? I I thought I did. I thought I was just picking up a vacuum from Best Buy. I thought these were no interest. Like, no, 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 you got to read. You got to read the paper. Get on on the fucking table. Um, Uh, Yikes, uh, but for real. Yeah, so for all time. Uh, to me, it's Chapter very nine. much like Fight Club. You know, remember how like they had to sit out in front of the building? You know, that was the oh, whole yeah, point yeah, is that they had to come in there and be like, "I want to join your Fight Club." And they're like, "No, you got to sit out there for like seven days with no food, no water, and then if they do it, they can join." I mean, that's maybe the only comparison you could make to Fight Club. We shall sure, see. Like I'm going to try to make. A, we'll see how often <laughs> the Fight Club uh, right. knows the Bible. <clears throat> that won't be tedious. Um, so in chapter 9, now things are official. It says on the eighth day, Moses summoned Aaron and his sons and the elders of Israel, and he said, all right, guys, uh, take let's sacrifice some more because we haven't burnt enough stuff. Mm-hmm. I guess it's been seven Never days. Never burn enough stuff. Um, so they burn some more stuff. They kill things. They slaughter it. They burn it up. Um, and they bring everyone again. And Moses, uh, Moses says, all right, this is what the Lord has commanded you to do so that the glory of the Lord may appear to you. So now they're imbued with the ability to basically work on God's behalf, right. uh, much like Moses already has been. Uh, yeah, so, and it's, I mean, basically, the, they kind of like, and this is what you got to do, and this is, what you, this is how you're going to do it. And then finally it's like, and then they fucking did it. They coated everything in blood. He loves that shit. Uh, yep. I don't know. Is blood cool? It seems like one of the more pagan aspects of it. Like it just seems weird to constantly harp on blood. It's just fucking I think hemoglobin it and seems weird and you know AIDS. Yeah, yeah. Sorry to interrupt you there. I think it seems weird to separate this from paganism. Yeah. This isn't pagan like. This is for all intents and purposes this is I mean, yeah. So what do we do? Oh, we kill a bunch of fucking animals and we cover the place in blood. Like all it's needing is a fucking pentagram and some candles. Like what the fuck is shit? And they have horns, which is pretty, I don't know, metal. It's fucking badass is what it is. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Like this is to say that this is to like separate. Texan as fuck. This from paganism is, is insane. They're all the same. Yeah. It's all the same stuff. Um, so then they kill the So he does it. Chapter 9, that's all it is, right? Is that now they're allowed to do it. it. We basically go through the exact same steps. Well, okay, so I think the point of Chapter 9 is, okay, so all the keys are in place. The tabernacle, so in Exodus 40, they don't anoint the priest. They anoint the tabernacle. So, sure. So in Exodus 40, they anoint the tabernacle. They build this tent. They cover the whole thing in oil and blood. Great. Then they make these priests. They cover them in linens and flam. They cover them in flammable lemon linens and oil and blood. Good, you guys are ready. And now it's time for you to fucking kill all your shit. And it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like when you have like a a guest speaker, you know, and he's really important. And you're like, okay, everything's got to be perfect. This guy's so fucking hot right now. We got to get the fireworks right as he walks on stage. We got to have a, all this shit. Sorry, it wasn't Exodus 40 where they anointed the priests. It was Exodus 29, consecration of the priests. Oh. So way back there. That was like four episodes ago. Oh, yeah, you're right. Well, then fuck it. Okay, whatever. I guess they've been... I, yeah, we already learned how to do I, this. Now I they're actually doing it. Again. it. That, 
that's all this but, is. But um, the point is, just like when the tabernacle in the end of Exodus, the tabernacle was finally built, and God could sort of live in the tabernacle as a cloud, now the other things have been completed. They've got the anointed priest, they've got the sacrifices, they got all the bullshit covering everything, they're fucking covered in blood and oil and probably glitter and fucking... I imagine these guys are huffing paint so their faces are kind of silver. And, um, <laughs> and uh, everything's nice. in place, and then God shows up. Holy fuck, he's here. Um, yeah. And this, this is like when you're a kid, and you're like in the bathroom with the lights off, and you splash water in the mirror, and you're like, bloody Mary, bloody Mary. And then she actually fucking yeah, shows yeah, yeah. up. <laughs> uh, and then, so they, they cover everything in blood. They lift their hands. They do all the blessings. And then uh, Exodus 9.23 then the glory of the Lord appeared to all the people, and a fire came out from before the Lord and consumed the burnt offering and the fat on the altar. When all the people saw it, they shouted and fell on their faces. That's got to be fucking metal. Like, Yeah. So, go ahead. I want to make sure that we bring this up. There is, you know, nowadays Christianity, Judaism, Islam, they all, what does every single religion rely on? Like a certain amount of faith. Right. Right, you don't, nothing supernatural has ever been observed and recorded uh, in our. Not if you times. talk to a couple of nut jobs I've spoken to. They, I've seen course, miracles. Thanks. I've seen it. Sure, they have. My point being that it's never been thoroughly documented. Right. These people, the wait, entire. Wait, wait, group are you of them, denying uh, piss stain Mary? <laughs> no, that's definitely that is the one that I'll say is <laughs> real, yeah, refutable yeah. proof. No, so. These guys, let's put ourselves, before we get into 10 and what happens at the start of 10, I want to point out to you, there's no question in anyone's mind that this is 100%. They are directly interacting with God. Yeah. Okay? They're seeing him consume things. Let's not even get into what they did earlier. They saw the 10 plagues. They saw him swallow up all of Egypt's army. They saw him descend on Mount Sinai and, like, give Moses a a sweet like exfoliating scrub on his face that made him really glow for a while. They went, they have seen God's hand on earth doing shit, right? Not only are they seeing God's hand, but it's kind of freaking them the fuck out. It's not even like a casual, like, Hey, did you see that over there? It's God. It's like every time they see God, they're like, like they hear God's voice, like, fuck out, get it away. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's scary. He's scary. Dude. And even uh, Moses who gets to talk to God, they'll see his face. Like, God damn, Moses, your face is, Oh, way too shiny. Just stay away. Like, it's not even just like, it's not even like a mutualistically like enjoyable relationship with God. Yeah. He only lets you look at his butt. (laughs) (laughs) And so (laughs) I love it. So then not only that, not only have you seen him in the flesh, you've been laid out exactly what to do. And then let's say that if you're Nadab and Abihu, Mm -hmm. two sons of Mm -hmm. Aaron, then you've also been selected to be the cool kids on campus, you get to eat all the choicest of choice meats and breads, right. and all you got to do is kill some animals, right? Seems so what do they do in chapter 10? Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Le- uh, Leviticus 10, the profane fire of Nadab and Abihu. Uh-oh. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'll just, uh, I guess I'll tell you what the... Uh... So I'm going to just say what the King James says, because it doesn't really make much sense. And then and I'll say it in modern English. Say it in modern English. So the way it breaks down is Nadab and Abihu, who are the sons of Aaron. They've just gone through this whole ceremony. They've just been anointed. They've been training. You know, they they've had all this time to practice. And it doesn't really explain it too much in my Bible. So I'm wondering what yours says. But it says, each took his censer and put fire in it, 
put incense on it and offered profane fire before the Lord, which he had not commanded them. Now, again, Aaron, this is a big ass party. God just showed up. They're like, oh, yeah, he finally did it. Oh, it's so great. All those things that we worked. Glow sticks. You know, glow sticks. They're like, finally, you know, you, it must have felt pretty fucking awesome that you you work hard and you, 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 you do good work. And then, you know, you get that reward. God finally shows up. Then uh, Nadab and Abihu do this shit, so they make a profane fire. So fire went out from the Lord and devoured them, and they died before the Lord, Moses, and Aaron. <laughs> That's all we're going to get is that on them, by the way. Two verses, the first two verses. Yeah, this just explains that these... They show up yeah. with what is, in my Bible, says unauthorized fire. <laughs> uh, unholy. So it's just fire. It's, it is fire, uh-huh. right? But they bring in some fire that apparently has... Remember we earlier... I, I don't know if it was in Leviticus or if it was in Exodus. It's hard to remember now. But we went into what is supposed to be burned. There's these special incenses that are God-only trademarked incenses. Only he can be burned, these incenses. Right. Apparently, these dudes just like messed up the, the <laughs> 11 herbs and spices, yeah. right? Yeah. And, that, and for that, God devours them in fire. Yeah. And now Aaron is wow. like, holy shit, I just saw my kids die for you. Like, what the fuck is this shit? So Moses said to Aaron, hey, by the way, God told me, by those who come near me, I must be regarded as holy. And before all the people, I must be glorified. So Aaron held his peace. Oh, man. Uh, and then God himself actually comes to Aaron. Yeah, it's kind of. After, I, oh, let's, let's talk. Well, I'll get to that. I'm trying second. to think of what the analogy is. I've been trying to think about it because. Um, I know I saw a movie once where, like, uh, you know what it's kind of like? You ever see Lord of War? Yeah. Where, uh, remember, uh, Jared Leto finally is like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. And he blows up one of the fucking arms dealers with a grenade and they shoot him. Yeah, and, yeah. And then he uh, they dyed his hair green. Yeah, you nailed it. He had all his tattoos on his face. <laughs> <laughs> After getting shot. But, like, Nick Cage is there with the warlords. He knows they could kill him at any second. And they just killed his brother. And yet they're like, okay, well, we're just going to take half the diamonds now. And he's like, yeah, that's fair. Uh, he stays cool as a yeah, cucumber. Yeah, can I go pick up my brother's corpse that you just shot up uh, four seconds ago? Okay. Uh, you know what it's also kind of like? You ever seen a, I know you've seen it, the lobster? Yeah. Remember when that chick <laughs> kicks his dog to death? And, uh, no. Huh? I don't remember that part. Uh, he's dating the heartless chick. And he wakes up one morning. I don't know. I watched it like five years ago. Oh, my God. So he's... I watched it when it was new. So here's the analogy. So um, Colin Farrell is trying... Is desperately, desperately trying to get a wife, essentially, so that he doesn't get turned into an animal. It's it's Yeah, I remember that. And he ends up with Rachel Wise. No, no, but before that, there's a heartless woman. That's that's sort of... Yeah, I remember her. So they start dating. They start fucking... And she's like, I'm heartless. Are you heartless? And he's like, oh, yeah, totally heartless. I'm totally heartless. She's like testing him. She's testing his faith. And then he wakes up one morning, and she's like, your dog was making a noise. So I kicked him to death until he stopped. And he looks down, her feet are covered in blood. And she's like, does that bother you? He's like, no, no, no. I just would. I just want to wash my face before I get a cup of coffee. You know? <laughs> like, <it's just> like, <laughs> that's what it like, reminds me is that Aaron just watched his kids get fucking smoked. And he's still got to keep it cool. He's got to keep a face. He doesn't want to get smoked too, you know. Like right now, yeah, because it's gotten real. Got and and in, in fact, uh, he is told specifically that if he weeps, that if he mourns at all, then he will also be destroyed by fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just imagine God got, standing there with the charred corpses of his children. He's like, "You got something to say? You got something Oof. to say, Aaron?" He's like, "No, no." Um, 
good on you. Good work. That's damn. That's heavy, dude. Um, my Bible. And what's crazier right. is that so this whole time God's talking to Moses all the time, right? right? Uh, and now it says that after this, right? So Aaron just saw his two sons, two of his beloved sons, are roasted by God. Yeah. And then it says in chapter in verse eight, then the Lord said to Aaron, right? Yeah. Okay, so now God is like, oh hey, trying to like make sure that he's still cool. He's still cool, right? It's like well, you're not, so the Lord says to Aaron, you and your son, he says, you and your sons, you and the priesthood, are not to drink wine or any fermented beverage whenever you go into the tent of meeting, or you will die. Here's all I have to say about that. I wish somebody had told the guy, the priest that gave me a circumcision, not to drink before he <laughs> did the special work. Okay. Because that guy was drunk as a skunk, I'm guessing. <laughs> Look at this hat oh, job. Oh, my there. balls. <laughs> um, so my, my yeah. Bible's concordance tries to explain this. And here's some of the things that they think might My sons been. were drunk. That's the point. I don't think they were drunk. Here's what mine thing says. Uh, it says that there was a couple of different things that they could have done to incur the judgment. One, they put coals in their censers, not oil. Obviously, that deserves an immediate death sentence. Yeah, yeah, What are these, yeah. the Nazis? Two, they might have been intoxicated. It mentions it later. Like, hey, by the way, like, which which, which might make sense. Um, uh, we'll come back to that. Uh, three, they were arrogant pricks. Like, they're like, hey, man, oh, let's, we're, we're priests now. What's this chest bump and going the holies of holies, you know? Um, and then he killed them for that. Um, and literally, uh, the other one is that they, uh, the, the, the last one and the one they think it's the most is like, and probably they just fucked up the timing. Like, you know, you're supposed to make the incense in the morning and the dusk. If you kind of rushed that, then, yeah, they probably he probably fucking killed you. So you don't you don't think it's a coincidence that immediately after they die, God comes to Aaron himself and says, hey, don't be drunk when you do this. Um, you think that's a coincidence? Well, OK, Come so on. let's let's not skip it because it gets darker. Um, so I like that your concordance says that. <laughs> but this my my good friend and confidant, James L. Kugel, oh in his book. Yeah, says that that's probably what it was. Um, so let's go back a little bit. Uh, Exodus or Leviticus ten four. So Aaron just watched his kids get fucking roasted, and they were literally just celebrating and fist bumping like, "We did it, Dad! We're gonna be it! Oh, we're gonna be the best priests ever!" He's like, "I know you are, sons. You you you're making me so proud." And then they fucked up a little bit and they got roasted. Um, yeah. So Moses calls Aaron's two, uh, uh, or Moses calls Mishael and Elzaphan, the sons of Uziel, um, Aaron's cousins, and says to them, okay, all right, uh, I need you to grab those two corpses by their tunics and drag them out of the camp. And do not uncover your heads nor tear your clothes, lest you die too, and wrath come upon all the people. Uh yeah, so basically, if if the father or brothers of the two dead men get sad uh-huh. outwardly to show that they're sad, then everyone's going to pay for it. it. It really feels... That's an abusive oh relationship. Oh, my God. It feels like a fucking mob boss uh, just beat to death two fucking people. Uh, you know what it's kind of like? Um, it feels kind of like... A, oh, I don't know if it's exactly like this. I was going to say it's kind of like when... Um, the Mad King in Game of Thrones lights the two Stark brothers on fire, uh, and it starts the whole war. You know, it could have gone oh, the other yeah. way. He's like, oh, "I'm gonna light you on fire," and everyone's just like, "Okay, everyone, keep your cool," because yeah. if we fuck this up, it means a whole fucking war. This guy's fucking crazy. Yeah. Are you gonna save any of these for our analogy podcast? <laughs> no, we're just gonna rattle them out. Um, okay. Okay. Because yeah, so 
Moses just watches these two guys get killed, and he's like, okay, I need you guys to drag the body. Everyone keep cool. Everyone keep cool, because this god is a fucking psychopath piece of shit who murders for fun. It's obvious that these two guys just got trained to the priesthood, just went through all this, just saw that their god is real and mighty. Yeah, I bet they did. And we're still like, let's get drunk (laughs) the first day on the job. (laughs) That's what happened. Uh, They were playing around with the forklift. They should have known better. Um, so God says no more drinking. This again, this also is going to be a lasting ordinance. So for no priests for the, all the futuredom of Judaism are allowed to imbibe alcohol when before going to the tabernacle. They can get lit on their day off. Um, to way I understood this, so let me just read the whole thing. Uh, ex, uh, Leviticus ten nine. Well, ten eight. The Lord speaks to Aaron: Do not drink wine or intoxicate drink with you when you're in the tabernacle, uh, lest you die. It shall be a statue forever through your generations that you may distinguish between holy and unholy and between unclean and clean and that you may teach the children of Israel all the statutes what the Lord has spoken of. So it's kind of like, hey, guys, uh, he just kills their kids. He's like, by the way, I don't appreciate you drinking on the job when your job is to make me look good. You know, they're like, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 you got it. You got it, boss. Won't happen again. It's it's And what's funny here is that the reason that, uh, again, Kugel thinks that they made a point of telling this story about these two guys dying is, like you said, that the priest's closeness, holiness is a reflection of God's holiness, right? Mm. So the people don't get to see how holy God is, but they can see through the priests how holy God is. So it's kind of like how whenever God did all the flexing in Egypt— he was doing it so that people could see through the pain of the Egyptians how strong he was. So it's uh, he he likes to pick a group of people and use them as an example. Use them as an example. Yeah. So in this case, it's a better example. Super duper. It would suck to be up. the Egyptians, but in this case, it's making the priests so holy that they can assume through the priest's actions that God Himself is even more holy or whatever. Um, you know? Leviticus 10, 12, even more metal. So Moses gets Aaron and Elizur and Ithmar, his only two remaining sons, and says, (laughs) by the way, uh, you guys still got to do the grain offering to God. Uh, Make sure you... Yeah, because this all happened in the middle. This all happened in the middle. Like, we, you know, um, you guys got to go give God his sacrifice. uh, He wants it. You better get up there and go do it. You better do it right this fucking time. You'll know what'll happen. Yeah. Um. And he's like, okay, you guys got still got to do the thing and you shall eat the grain that's left in a holy place. So it's kind of like, um, God damn, I'm, I keep thinking about this. It's like, uh, um, okay. Do you remember the end of, uh, Sicario? Yes. God damn it. Are we doing more drug? <laughs> Let's do more drug. Okay. Remember when, uh, Oh, where he makes the guy eat while he kills. Like kills kids. exactly like that. He's like, uh, yeah, yeah, he, uh, yeah, yeah. so they just watched it. Except he kills all of them. So yeah, he's like, he's like, right. eat your food, eat your food. The, the, yeah, the yeah. blood of his kids is on his face. He's like, so, uh, Moses tells but the, tells the, the remaining sins. Okay. Take the grain offerings and then eat it, eat it in the Holy face. It's your due. What's weird here is that he also says, Oh, but you and your sons and daughters, can eat here mm. right yeah it's true i but okay so and one of the things that it also mentions and let's go back because I, I i meant to talk well about i just thing. don't understand why they would let a woman in there you women just bleed out of some holes randomly yeah did you know that i did i just found out <laughs> I just, keep finding stains on my couches get into that. 
<laughs> We're going to get into that next episode, by the uh, way. Great. I don't know if you saw um, that. But one of the things I talk about is that uh, we skipped over it. I meant to talk about it. But that um, it's mentioned that there's food that's meant to be given to the priests. And if anyone else eats it, they shall be cut off from their people. Uh, along with another laundry list of things that will get you exiled. Um, and we'll come back to it at the end of the episode, I think. But, um, so you can just watch your brother die. Make sure you still do all your shit. You got to wave your breath. Like I imagine Moses is like watching them all sad, stepping over the charred blood of their brother as they bring the fucking flower to the thing. And he's like, okay, but wave it though. You're not waving it hard enough. Wave it. Enthusiasm. Wave it. I want to see some goddamn movement out there. Dance monkey. Make those, make those breasts wiggle. I want to see you wave that fucking breast. Uh, <laughs> um, and then here's the best part. So they make the haven and they're sacrificing a goat. Leviticus 10, 16. This is the same day, the same shit. Moses checks on one of their goats that they offered and saw that it was all burned up. And he's like, hey, he goes to the two remaining children that are still alive and goes, what the fuck? Why have you not eaten of the goat? You're supposed to eat of it. You don't take your job seriously. Do you know what happens to guys that don't take their jobs seriously? <laughs> And uh, Aaron, having just lost two sons and not wanting to lose his last two, uh, comes to the rescue. Like, oh no, 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 no! See, see, its blood was not brought in the holy place. You know, it, it just wasn't ready to be eaten. You know, it, it really was the goat's fault. You know, it's it's not a big deal. And uh, Leviticus ten nineteen, Aaron says to Moses, "Look, this day they have offered their sin offering and their burnt offering before the Lord." And such things have befallen me. You know, I had a rough day. I've had a pretty rough day, Moses. I don't know if you knew this. Um, But if I had eaten the sin offering today, it would not have been accepted in the sight of the Lord. And when Moses heard that, he was content. So I imagine the whole time Moses just staring at him as Aaron is trying to explain why they fucked up the goat. And in the last second, Uh, he's like, okay. I almost have to okay. forgive you for all all the like crime boss references you've made <laughs> in this episode, just because you're right. I, it's all I can picture. It's just Moses standing over them with the fucking kid's blood still on his knuckles. Be like, what's this yeah. about? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Fucked up. Oof, man. What a rough go what at a it. Mercurial, these lads. What a mercurial group. Whew. Okay. That was that was overwhelming. That's Honestly. a lot right there at the end. Yeah. It, it, it's such a weird thing that we've had essentially the tail end of Exodus and uh, 10 chapters of Leviticus all building to this moment, all building to the moment yeah. that God shows up. And this is what fucking happens is that finally God has really entered their camp. His glory is before them. We made it pretty for and him. And he murders two of their kids for nothing and then basically lets the rest of them live in terror and fear. Because they didn't make it pretty enough. It's almost like a cautionary tale that's part of a <laughs> schematic narrative. Uh, wow. Don't you, crazy don't you that. fuck up, boy. Don't you fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Well. All right. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the end of uh, That's as far as we're going to get today. Yeah. So we got through chapter 10. We'll get into chapter 11 on what? Episode 25? 25. Wow. This was episode 24. In case yeah. I don't know if we mentioned it, but... Uh... You did. You said Great. it. I remember. I always forget. It's so fucking long. Uh, okay, dude. Are you so happy that we're now past this whole like how to build a tabernacle? I'm, how I'm, to make I'm a glad thing? we're back into the uh, genocide and murder of uh, Jews by God. That's a. Uh, there wasn't enough of that happening. Yeah. 
But let's just be clear, just so everyone knows, for a long time coming, we're just going to be reading more rules. But yeah. they're going to be kind of funny rules. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get into the it's, fun part. It, we're gonna, there's nothing more that good. this part needs than some rom- uh, some comedic uh, levity to the murder. More ways that God can, has an excuse to burn you alive. That's all I want to get to. <laughs> uh, something I thought was... I, okay, I, I don't know why I, I, I'm, I'm thinking about this now, but... Um, so it's do you do you eat fat normally just fat? Is that a hard thing to get rid of? Uh, I mean everything that's. Meat, I feel like that's the one thing that I would think, get me burned to death. Well, I don't know. I don't normally just like pull off a piece. I will if it's a good cut and it has a good piece of fat on it. I love it. I like to stack it with a piece of the actual oh, meat. Fat. And get like both. It's like butter, yeah, you know, yeah. on top of something. But uh. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't always go out of my way. It depends what the cut my is. My grandma, right? when we would go skiing uh, with my grandfather, my grandma would make us chicken soup in little thermoses. And what uh-huh. she would do is she'd make chicken soup the night before, and then she'd put it in the fridge, and all the fat would congeal at the top. And right before we leave, she would scoop it all out. Well, that's all the fucking flavor, you know? Yeah. So my grandma would be like, hey, I made you some soup. I'm like, thanks, grandma. I fucking hate it. Spit this piss out. Fuck you, Grandma. You know how it is. But uh, that's yeah, uh, that's yeah, what I was thinking. I was like, don't eat the fat. I was like, I'll fucking... I like the fat. I like the fat, God. Especially, it's just a little bit of chicken yeah, fat. It's all Come the flavor. <sighs> this, is a, this, is, this, is, this is not a just God. The other thing was is that... I know we've talked about this on Twitter a bit. Where there's some shitheads who are like, every chapter in the Bible is about God's love and mercy. I have never seen less love and less mercy. This is more like an angry rape of what I've seen here. Uh, well, that's definitely overdoing it because there's already been angry rape in the same Bible. <laughs> so uh, uh, that would be more like that. But, I, yeah, I think it's it's hard to say that there's a lot of love in here. Uh, yeah, this this chapter 10 here is it just doesn't make any goddamn sense. I yeah. mean, it'd be enough if he killed them, but then, like, like, okay, well, you're surviving kids. I know your brother died, but no time to mourn. <laughs> Got to get up there and make that fucking uh, uh, grain that he loves so much. It is. It's it's very bizarre. And again, to anyone that reads this and says, yeah, that they see God being loving here, no. No, fuck you. Absolutely not. But also, I don't think that this, I don't think God did this. Even if I, let's say 100% that I'm behind the idea of Christianity or Judaism, What's happening here is clearly a myth story to set up why we do things the way we do them. Like, that's what this, it just is so obvious, right? It's a bunch of uh, fable bullshit. It's not even bullshit. Like, it makes sense. Like, okay, there has to be, you got to have a, a there's always something bad that happens in a fable. Uh It's just how it it works. You got to have. Is it like, like, hey, we don't go to that old haunted house. You're like, why? Because I saw a guy get raped back there. And you're like, really? And she's like, no, really, there's yeah, some okay. rusted nails, and if you step on them, you'll get tetanus. But I'll tell you that there's a ghost that's raping people yeah, just to yeah. keep you out of there. Yeah. Or like, you know, they say that porcupines can throw their quills. I'm no, but still can. fucking Wait, stay away from what? them. No, they shed them very easily. They do not throw quills. I'm... See, you have been affected oh my by God, a I've been, I've been brainwashed by the fucking globalists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they told me that porcupines... I'm going to look it up right now. Porcupines shoot uh, I don't know quills. why you would. I'm telling you. They don't throw quills. They just shed them very easily. It almost seems like uh, they do if they whack, whack you with your tail. Porcupines cannot shoot them at predators. Is once what are they, a uh, fucking Pokemon? Damn, you're right. They can't. Come on. I've been lied to. 
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> my whole life is a lie. <laughs> Let's do one of these each episode. <laughs> Where I just find my mind broken. Like I just <laughs> You know what? I don't believe you. I think it's I'm, I'm gonna do what the flat earthers do. I'm just gonna go, nope. You're a government fucking shell. You're paid off by Warner Brothers to keep me from the truth that porcupines shoot their quills. Good. Well, anyway, um, it's like that. It worked for you, though, see? Because you would have stayed good and far away from a porcupine if you saw right. one. Because you would be afraid that he would be a sniper. Uh, I think I had one more analogy <laughs> up my sleeve. Uh, oh, but no. I, do you ever see that video? Guys, if you want to log off, <laughs> go ahead. Do you ever see that video where the guy's on his wedding day and... Uh, like they're doing the thing where they like try to put cake in each other's mouth and without, no. okay. So it's, I'll, I'll explain the video. You're going to get it. Uh, it's this okay. two, it's this couple, they're at their wedding and they're trying to do that thing where they put cake in the other person's mouth. Like, I love you. Here's cake. We're about to get married. Anyway, she jokingly shoves the cake into his face a little bit, like in his nose and he slaps her <laughs> <laughs> and the entire wedding goes, Oh fuck. Uh, <laughs> like this is, we need to call back oh, this whole thing. Oh, boy. Already I can tell this was a bad fucking idea. Like, he's like, she's like, I want you to get, he just fucking decks her. And I was like, oh, oh, shit. That's <laughs> Dude, what that I sucks. feel this was like. That's actually depressing. That's, that's what me. I feel is like. They're like, oh, I love you. Here's the thing. He's like, you fucked up the fire. And he just kills two kids. And like, oh. Man, that's right. They were burning something for him. I just realized Oof. we're together forever. We just signed a covenant with this fucking maniac. Yeah, and he lives with us now. Oh fuck! I'll give I'll give you this. That's a perfect analogy. <laughs> it, yeah. You actually, yeah, you could have de- deleted all the other <laughs> <That's> bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, just like oh, when we're married and we're together forever, and here's a big old party, and then uh... how can she slap? <laughs> you saw I put fucking cake in my nose. Like, yeah, just oh, wipe gosh. it off. What's the fucking problem? Like, yeah, they use the like. Have you ever have you ever been to yeah. a wedding? <laughs> They used the wrong incense. What do you want me to do? Like, yeah, uh, okay. That's your. That's your. That's you're the, be your you already time, mentioned huh? how you're a merciful God. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Oh fuck. Ooh. All right. Yeah. Great app. Well, holy shit. I don't think there's anything else to talk about. This is. We, you guys get it. Uh, all, all right. right. What's our? Uh, what's our Twitter handle? Our Twitter handle is at Revelations, and if you don't want to tweet at us, you can send us an email. Revelations podcast. And just so we're clear, I don't really have that much to do with the Twitter. So if you're wondering why we're getting into fights with like Babylon B and shit. I'm not getting into yeah, fights with them. Yeah, you're fucking doing it all the time. You clearly don't even. No. Okay. We're going to tell you what. This needs to be its own thing. We'll start next episode talking about I, this. And I'm going to bring evidence. No, you're fucking not. To show <laughs> no, you no, no, I don't know about. what you're doing out there, kid. You're fucking why I'm not fight fighting with, with people. people. Go through our, Go through our tweets. Okay. That's what. It's all there. <laughs> okay. Shut up. I don't even want to. I don't even want to. I don't even want to do it. Good night, everybody. All right, so let me see. <laughs> Good night. Uh, thanks for listening. Ep twenty four. Uh, Leviticus. It's a lot of fun. What do you got for the people, Cole? Uh, I don't know. They're satire. <laughs> Shut up, dude. They're not satire. All right, we'll talk about this later. Goodbye, everyone. God, I hate ending on such a negative note.